0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: What went wrong in Tampa Bay ultimately for quarterback Jameis Winston, and what is his future in the NFL? We'll discuss all that and more with Tom Jones, my former radio partner and longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times, now with the Pointer Institute on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. All right, Tom Jones, join us now. Uh, the other day we talked a lot about Tom Brady. Let's talk about the guy who he replaced. Mm. <laughs> a little harder conversation in some ways. I think you saw probably where um, you know Jameis on social media – Put out his statement and thanked the Buccaneers, you know, for the five years he spent here, and, um, you know, and then also, also kind of said, and I'll see you in February at the Super Bowl. <laughs> so well, I mean, every it,
0: player gets tickets, right? I mean, it, oh, Sorry, sorry, that was a yeah, cheap shot. And I, not, you know what? And I'm going to follow that up with, I said all along on your podcast, Rick, and I still feel this way. I would have been okay if Jameis had come back. You I did really, say that. I you really absolutely been okay. did say that, and I think mm-hmm. he has a future in this league. And I think okay. he's going to he'll be a starter. I don't know that he'll be a starter in two thousand twenty, uh, but I do believe he'll be a starter again in the NFL. And I do have I do think he'll have success and I do think he'll take a team to the playoffs. Now will he ever win a Super Bowl? I mean that's who knows. But I do think he's gonna have success in this league. I don't though I don't think I don't care who's around you, I don't care whether you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and O. J. Howard and Cam Bray. You don't throw for 5,000 yards in this league on fluke. It's not a fluke. You don't luck into 5,000 yards. And I think he has a chance to still be a really good quarterback in this league. Now, having said that, Rick, let me ask you, and I don't don't know that we have an exact answer to this. To your guess, at what point do you think Bruce Arians and the Bucs said, okay, that's enough? Was it that it happened before the end of the season? Did it happen as whoever the Atlanta Falcon was on the last play of the season was running it back for the final pick six, or was it the moment that the tampering era, uh, era began, or the the, the uh, tamper tampering moment began where Tom Brady put a phone call out? What at what point do you think they looked at it and said, you know what, we can't, let's move on, let's let's. Let's move on. Well,
1: I don't don't know that there was an aha moment necessarily. I mean, certainly the walk-off pick six is the last image you see of the guy. I mean, he managed to – I mean, here's what I'll say about it. His first pass as a Buccaneer was a pick six. Yes. Cody Senzavaugh against the Titans. Remember, Mariota was there in the the, the, the AFC or the first game. First game for those two guys. You know, the schedule makers were smart enough. They had Mariota against Winston. And the first NFL pass he throws is taken to the house, right? Right. And then the last NFL pass he threw was taken to the house.
0: And just to be a wise guy, Tom Brady's last pass with New England, yes, by the way, was a right. Six. So he's so
1: he's he's no better. <laughs> yeah, right. Same guy. Well, other so, than the
0: six Super Bowls, he's no, ah, that, he's was no the <laughs> yeah, that was the difference.
1: Yeah, that was. I knew there was some. Yeah, you're right. There was something <laughs> different about that. But they both ended. But but imagine, like in between those two, right symmetry of suck right? right i mean i mean basically basically have you there was read that yet whole... by
0: the way you need to write that like oh, i'm going starter. to symmetry yeah. of suck i love it but
1: but i mean if we can get sucked actually i think we can get sucked in the you paper it, now it, i have the to way, check my the, the way
0: it's it's look it, these are these this is wartime man you can get anything in the paper <laughs> these days
1: come on true so between that was a whole lot of stuff right like oh, yeah like a whole lot of stuff like really great stuff and some really off the field bad stuff. And then some really awful, awful stuff as far as play goes, right? And and it was just and then there was there were coaches, there was Lovey Smith, and then there was Dirk Cutter, and there and then there was, you know, firings and, and and then new coordinators and then there was Bruce Arians and the quarterback Whisperer. I mean it was sort of there were suspensions. There's a lot of stuff in those five years now. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And,
1: and and he was twenty years old when he got here. And he leaves at what, age uh, twenty-six, right? And he's not the same person. None of us are, right? I mean, I mean that that the age for a male between twenty and twenty six, I'm here to tell you, you change in a lot of different ways. And especially if you've had a, if you become a father, right? Right. Um. And you, you've been now. You know, with with his uh, fiance, soon to be wife, if if not already, um, for for a number of years. So, like, he went through a lot of stuff. Okay. Right. Not all of it and his fault.
0: Of, right. And some of some of it his making. Some of it not.
1: Right. Some of it not. I mean, it's a team game, and 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 you know, for as much as we, you know, talk about all the, oh, the Tom Tom Brady one right, uh, six Super Bowls. Now the Patriots won six with him at quarterback. I mean, you you could say it that way and be correct, right? Um, However, the quarterback position, he handles the ball on every play, and we understand that, you know, there were years there where Mike Smith's defense was god-awful, right? He should have been fired after the Chicago game when they gave up six touchdown passes to Mitch Trubisky. You and I were there, and we looked at each other, and I go, this isn't NFL football. (laughs) You know, what's a guy supposed to do, right? I mean – um, and, and so, you know, there, there was a, there was a lot of dysfunction, you know, there were kickers. Oh my God, there were kickers. Yeah. You know, you probably can't even name all the guys that came through here when Jameis was, I was the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Matt Gay. No, no
0: not him. <laughs> Although he's um, next on the list. yeah
1: He could be. Um, so, <laughs> As right, it's a Joe Madden there, yeah, um, and and so there was all this stuff, right? Like you know, and yet the the single common denominator was this: what he did the first pass and what he did the last pass. Yeah, no, like, I know. Like that was like he came into the league right with the reputation of not being careful with the football. The only year he was careful was the year he won a national championship as a sophomore, a redshirt sophomore or whatever. Um, The other years he really wasn't. And and he went out of the league literally the same way, okay? Like seven first possession interceptions, four first possession, like first pass picks. Are you kidding me? Like, I mean, it just – you can't – you could not write a more horrific scenario, and yet he threw 33 touchdowns and threw for 5,109 – so he clearly has talent. But that one thing, right? Yeah, like, no, it's
0: hard to look at. It's a past big it. thing. It is. And look, people remember the columns I wrote. There was nobody in this town who was harder on Jameis Winston, who had a lower opinion of him off the field than, than I did. I was all mm-hmm. for I wrote several columns get rid of the guy. Uh, yep. a, after the, especially after the incident in Arizona, I was like, why are they still messing sure, with this guy? Like, sure. Move on from him. Um right. And, uh, and I, do, you know, look, I don't know how much he's grown off the field. It appears that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but even after all that and after all the criticism, and I was at a lot of the, like I said, I was at a lot of those, I was at that game against Mariota, and I was at that game in Chicago right alongside you. And, and the four interception game in Cincinnati. Like, I remember these games, but at the end of it all, now for Tom Brady, that's a different story. But if they hadn't have pulled Brady out of their hat, like if that, I just never thought that was a possibility, which is why all along I would say, "Yeah, bring Jameis back." I still, I think Rick, if they hadn't gotten Brady, I would have brought Jameis back, and I and I wonder if the Bucks would have too. I no. think I'd rather have him. No, you don't think?
1: The answer is no,
0: no, really. So they would have done whoever. I'm telling you, I'm,
1: here, here's 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 what I think. I think Tom, I'm not this Peter King thing. I really think that there was one guy who was done. You know who that was? Bruce, Bruce Arians. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think you could have probably convinced, well, Byron was his, was his, you know, I mean, I don't know how many times I sat there and talked to Byron, who I think saw himself a little bit in Jameis, a guy that was, a you know, a high round. I mean, Byron was a first-round pick. He wasn't the number one overall pick, but there came a point where they kind of gave up on him and, you know, um, and, you know, he, he kept saying, this, this kid don't need fix. He's got all his talent. I think you could have probably convinced Byron pr- pretty easily. Um to give Jameis another year that the interceptions will go down and he'll be better under Bruce. I think, I think Clyde, I, I'm not going to speak for him, but I, I, I kind of just get the sense that he'd have done anything anybody wanted him to. He'd, have, he'd have worked with him if he came back and try to make him better. And, um, probably, you know, Clyde's a pretty confident guy. Probably felt he would have been, but the one guy and the only vote that really mattered, because at this point, Jason light is like, whatever you want to do at quarterbacks up to you. Sure. Um, I, the one guy was Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians – and 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 strangely enough, like I think there was points during the season where Bruce had sort of reached that with him, but they didn't bench him. You know what I mean? Like they right. didn't – they could have – they easily could have after, you know, London, for example, um, or other places during the year. But they didn't do it. And then he got hot a little bit throwing the ball. You know, they won four games in a row. They were seven and seven, right? And he threw for – he had a broken thumb. He threw for 456 and 458, uh, the last one against Detroit. And I remember going into the into the, the media room, and I wrote, you know what? He You should bring him back. You should bring him back and just see what he can do. This guy, you know, even with a broken thumb, he had no Mike Evans. He had no Chris Godwin. Now, they didn't beat a great football team in Detroit without Matthew Stafford, but they won – and he threw, he threw the, the crap out of the ball. Right. And then the last two games happened. And when the last two games happened, they played a Houston team that was horrible. I know they made the playoffs, but Bill yeah, O'Brien. They were leaking oil. Yeah. Oh, and they were bad that day. Like DeAndre Hopkins, I think, had like one catch, you know. And the Bucks defense just kicked the living crap out of those guys. And Jameis threw the game away. Right, And then they go and play Atlanta, and same thing. They're beating the crap out of the Falcons. And, yes, they missed a kick that should have, probably would have won the football game by Matt Gay, and but the game goes into overtime, right? And then Jameis throws the pick six, which was not his first turner, turnover, and that's the walk-off shot, right? That's the one, that's the image that, that Arians was sort of left with. And I just think that... I think Bruce just decided, you know, 120 points off his turnovers. We got the defense an, was better. That's
0: an unbelievable number, by the way. It is. And are you kidding?
1: 120 me? in the NFL when you lose, they lost it's eight a 30 games. 30 points. Well, they lost eight games by a touchdown or less, Tom. Yeah. Eight other nine games. So, and, and how many times did he put them in the hole? How many? And then there were other times that he threw like that's 120 points. I can remember times when he turned the ball over and the team either kicked a field goal or didn't score at that right. The, the right. defense stood up. So, yeah, it's a team game, and, yeah, the defense wasn't very good early. But you know what? They were the highest-ranked bunch the last six weeks. Well, and look. All
0: the look. There are no excuses. He, it's not like I can't sit here and tell you, like, well, he every team he played on had a bad defense, so he had to throw all the time. Like that wasn't the case, and I can't sit right. here and say, well, he had no receivers because he we're did running games. I can't say, well, he he had offensive quarters and didn't know what they were doing. Well, that's not true either. Like there there are no excuses. I, I freely admit that. And look, he's supposed to come in. We even if you wanted to make some of those excuses, like the point of this, like every first overall draft pick goes to a bad team it's up to them to make the team better i mean they're they're the mm-hmm. guy you know we saw we've seen it that when joe montana f- arrived in san francisco the 49ers run they were horrible when terry horrible. bradshaw arrived in pittsburgh they were horrible yeah. and when tom brady arrived in new england they weren't a good team right. so i mean that, that's what happens that you guys are supposed to make teams better so mm-hmm. those excuses are gone but i still think rick boy it was and again, from coming from somebody who was trying to run Jameis out of time for a couple of years there, I I really I'm sad to see it end the way it did. You know, I, I really think that um I think it could have worked out differently if I don't know if it was Jameis's attitude. There was a little bit of me that was you know Jameis better than I do, Rick. When we look back at Jameis's time here, does he need a Going to you know, going on from here the rest of his career, does he need to adjust himself a little bit mentally? Because he always seemed to Yes. There's one thing to have confidence. There's another it's almost like he was almost like bury his head in the sand cockiness where I'm just gonna keep playing. Look at the sheet. I'm the you know i That the was guy. a bad
1: that was a bad press guy. That like that was a bad moment for him. Now is now at, why at, does at he actually moment.
0: believe that, Rick, or does that is yes. that a, is that a way to, to sort of mask yeah,
1: a little bit of that is bravado on his part. But I also do believe that he believes, and he's been told this his whole life, that you are the greatest, you know, and that you can do anything. I mean, look what he accomplished at Florida State as a young kid. Uh, look how he, whether you, whether you agree or disagree with what he may or may not have done off the field, he was able to compartmentalize all of that and still go out there and play, play winning football. And so you know he, he has talent. We we kind of know all of that, but the thing about this like this position, and, and Brady says it like Brady has these these tenets that you have to do as a good quarterback. And the first one is think, right? And I'm not saying talking about books or you know academic or hey. IQ. The guy was a three three student or whatever. I mean, he was a, a maybe higher four student four zero student whatever at Florida State. What I'm talking about is that when you when you are when you have the football as a quarterback in this league you you have to make that job one the whole team is told and buys into the fact that guys there's only one thing that'll get us beat and it's us you know if we give the football away in this league we're going to lose here are the stats if you win the turnover battle you win 86% of the time whatever it is so for a quarterback in this league You have to understand, and not only understand, but you have to adapt your game and your decision-making to the point where you are not the reason they're losing. Now, the other seasons, you know, he had 15 interceptions or 12 or 17. You know, like there weren't the 30, obviously, that that he whipped out there, you know, in 2019. And yet, he just hasn't either bought into that or you know, thinks, hey, okay, so what, I threw an interception, watch this, I'll throw two touchdowns and get it back. Like, you can't be in denial. You know, you can't be that guy, like, check your sheet guy. Yeah, I checked it, and when (laughs) I did, I saw you gave up 120 points off turnovers, right? And so here's what I would say to Jameis Winston is there's a lot that you do that should win in the NFL. You work your butt off. You're tough as hell, right he just is he'll play through any i mean th- torn meniscus, broken thumb like you can't knock him out um you you care about your craft you work your you know like going back to how hard you were, but you you legitimately you you did a good job after all was said and done in the community i mean there he will leave behind you know these dream forever foundation rooms that you know at, at various elementary schools that is the only um, technological equipment they have at all for these students. I mean, he he, he started a foundation. He made an imprint on the community. He spends, he spends real time with kids that you can generally see that he cares about. So there's all this good, right? And, oh, by the way, he, he doesn't – like he leaves Tampa after five years as the all-time, all-time leading passer, right, for yards, for touchdowns. Testa Verde still has him on interceptions, but he played one more year here. So it's not like, you know – you didn't do anything. You only had one winning season, which was not good, to but say here's, the least. You know,
0: I look back, Rick, and I was just thinking about it the other day. So they start out the first season. They go, whatever, 6-10, and 10, I think they were. Yeah, they six come out and, to, Well, they, they were
1: 6-6 six and six and then lost their last four. Right.
0: Okay, but he's a rookie. Then Lovey so, got smired. Still figuring fired. it out. Blah, blah, blah. Then they go 9-7. and seven the second year and they were that close to, you know, I mean, they just missed the playoffs. They had the big game Sunday night in Dallas, Uh, Dallas, yeah. had a chance to win that game. But at the end of that season, then they start the next season. I think they start the next season, one and oh and then two and one. And I'm thinking at that point, like this guy has a chance to be a special quarterback. Like he's, he looks like he, like they got this right. And they just had yeah. to sort of get through Lovey, and now Dirk's, you know, Dirk's running the show, and at this point yep. now Dirk's the head, head coach. And it seems like they got their stuff together here. And then it yep. just fell apart. It just fell apart. And then, of course, the next season starts with the suspension and everything, and then it was just...
1: And that actually happened after his rookie year, but by the time right. he got exposed yeah, we didn't he got know about he until suspended, Dirk was in his final season, and that, that was like a terrible season, right? right? And he was responsible for that because of what he did off the field. Right. He he put Dirk in a you know, here's Dirk that has to win right because he's had he, he's Dirk Cutter first of all he's not Bruce Arians so he's had one losing season then one winning season and he and you know he needs you know he needs to win because you can't follow up a losing season with a losing season right right right, right. and so you know we go through the Fitzpatrick thing and Jameis is at home and Jameis never felt like a part of the team when the team was two and one he didn't feel that momentum at all. Um, and you know, they, they went back and forth. And so his second coach got fired and then here comes Arians. And I don't, I don't know ultimately that Arians helped him all that much. I mean, his idea was to have Blaine Gabbard in there. He got hurt in preseason. Um, you know, he, he said he didn't want Jameis looking over his shoulder, but then Jameis then that, you know, took that to mean that I can do anything. I can throw four today, five today, and I'm still going to start next week. And I don't, I don't know that that's the accountability that a quarterback needs. But I will say this. He he still could do something with his career, and there's a possibility that he plays 10 years. But there's also a possibility of this that I think, you know, and and look, it didn't happen for him right after the, the preseason, right? I mean, there's not going to be a start starting job as we're doing this podcast. Um, you know, Jameis is still uh, a free agent. Um, that may have changed. But the point is that the fact that he wasn't, one of those guys getting those starting jobs, right? There was one in Carolina that went to Teddy Bridgewater. There was one in Indianapolis that went to Phillip Rivers. There was one here that went to Tom Brady in an extenuating, you know, circumstance or what have you. Um, You know, the Chargers had what we thought was the starting position for, you know, that they're going to just keep Tyrod Taylor and probably draft a guy. Tyrod uh, Think about that. Come I on. know exactly. They, uh, they,
0: they don't think you're better than Tyrod Taylor. No, well, that's uh, the thing. Your reputation that's the reputation around the league is not good. No. Well, but that—that's
1: but that's the thing. Who's going to trust him? If he doesn't, he'll get another shot and he'll get a chance to get in there and, and and play at some point. If he doesn't change and think about the way he plays with respect to turnovers. He could be done in a year. In a year? Listen to me. He could be done in one year. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here
0: with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? I I get it. I, get, I look him? around the league. Like if I'm, and I know everybody's made their moves and everything. But like if I'm looking at Chicago, like I'm not winning with Mitch Trubisky. I'm just not. I know they went out and got. Yeah, no, well, you know they went
1: got yet. Nick Foles for yeah. him. Yeah,
0: but I mean that's a, that's another example. Why didn't Jameis Winston? Hold on. They'd, they'd rather have Nick Foles James Winston, than Jameis Winston. Why? Winston. Yeah. Well, why? Well, I know there's a familiarity
1: because, there with with their head coach who was in Kansas City with him. But uh, nonetheless, why did they take Nick Foles?
0: No, they want people who aren't. Why did the Why ball. did
1: John Gruden take Marcus Mariota?
0: Right, because Marcus Mariota doesn't give the ball to the other team. I get that. I mean, it's, that's all that it's about. It's but about that, those thirty interceptions. Big, it's a big I know. thing, man. But I'm like, saying it's like I don't think there's any question anymore about. I think people are over the whole character thing. Like I don't. I don't think that's holding them back for, anymore.
1: For now, yeah. Although yeah. I think I do think that like in this environment we live in, with first of all, let's just acknowledge that. With the coronavirus and players not being able to travel, are you going to sign Jameis Winston without bringing him in? He's no, you had have knee to talk. Surgery. To you have to talk. He's to had me. he's had a broken thumb, and plus he's Jameis Winston. I got to know where this guy's head at. Who's right, at? but he I, just I don't threw think, thirty
0: picks. I think like if like if, if the Bucks go out and sign Antonio Brown. The press conference there, you gotta have. That's a tough press conference to have. You can probably get your way through. I don't think Jameis is a tough press conference at this point. You always say that. That's that. that that's something I always. That what always am I
1: hiring thinking. him to do? Though, hold on. What am I hiring him to do? No, but I mean, backup? just put
0: him on my roster. Just oh, in terms not just, of like, if you're just going to put I'm, him on his, I'm that's not, not concerned the job. about. I'm not concerned about the questions about him off the field anymore. Uh, no, I'm not saying, ridden, but 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 I don't, he's, I don't think he's done that a better be a job
1: with that since his rookie year. Right? Yeah.
0: I'm not saying he's cleared off the field. I don't, I don't know what, he's, what he does in his off time. But right. I'm just telling that's you. Not like, gonna be a, that's not going to be a problem. That, that's not going to stop you from signing him. So, no. clearly, the only reason teams are afraid of him at this point is for his play on the field. You know, yes. They don't like you – know, and, and it's not the 5,000 yards. That looks good. It's that right. he throws the ball to the other team, which is – I know. That's a big part of it. Now, does he have – Rick, you know him, and every player, I'm sure – when they move on from one team to another i'm sure tom brady even though he has nothing in this world to prove wants to stick oh it he feels like he has features. to prove it oh, So, do you think like... does does Jameis have a real i want to stick it to the bucks now i does he have that in him is that does that make him i don't know that all? that he like,
1: I, you know, I mean i don't know if that that will be what drives him yeah. it, most great players have something yeah. like tom you know has 199 right he carries around the the card or whatever that shows oh, he was drafted. drafted yeah. yeah, I mean, as great as he is, he still has to remember that, you know, San Francisco got Gino Carmazzi or some mm-hmm. something like that for a quarterback when he wanted to go to the 49ers. Like, he has to remember I was a sixth-round pick. Nobody, I mean, that – he carries that, You know that, what?
0: Just to interrupt real quick, I did think it was funny. The Tampa Bay Times, I think it was Matt Baker, quoting our buddy the other day, Daryl Fry. D. Fry? D. Fry, who was a great sports writer for the Tampa Bay Times, now works at Disney, I think, right? Yeah, uh, he, he works for World of Sports. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think he wrote <laughs> he looked up back when Tom Brady was here in, in Tampa for the Outback Bowl. So we probably won't hear much of Michigan quarterback Tom Brady after the Outback Bowl. Well, yeah, other than
1: <laughs> what's ironic about that is because he works for Disney, you know, what his job is at the Super Bowl to sign contracts with guys that might be the MVP. <laughs> so after the game, he's had to go up to Tom Brady three times. And it's like, hey, Tom Brady, where are you going after the Super Bowl? <laughs> And then you, I'm gonna go to digital, punch Daryl Fry in the face. You wish
0: upon a star <laughs> makes no difference. Like Daryl Fry like, I would have it would have been great if Brady. So I'm going to digital to punch Daryl Fry in the face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, he was right there right. when he was right. signing the contract that's for that's it. it. Like I'm the guy that wrote that about you. But um, even
0: Tom, even Tom Brady, I'm sure. Yeah, he has those little things that motivates him. I wonder now. Uh, well, Jameis
1: carry that? He should. He yeah. should carry that chip. Okay. Um, but here's what he's gonna find out you went into Tampa thinking you had to be the savior. And so you were tried to be Superman and it didn't work. Okay. Now you're going to go into some other city in a situation where you're the backup itching to play and you're going to get about one chance. Right. I don't know what it could come, could come in preseason. It could come week one on the first series. It could come week 15 on a Super Bowl team. We don't know. And so,
0: He's got three pick sixes left in his career. Because if he throws more than that, he's never playing again. You know what I'm saying? Well,
1: let's remember now. His first pass in the NFL was a pick six. And his last pass so far in the NFL was a pick six. Are we That's what I'm saying. He... The
0: over-under now is three. And Because if, if he throws less than that, then he'll keep playing. If he throws more than that, he'll never play again. You know? so. Wow. I mean, it's seriously,
1: like he has to take his game and his whatever it is that makes him Jameis Winston – and not be humbled. Like, he's hes not going to be humbled first and foremost. I mean, you saw what he said in his statement, right? I mean, he lost his job. He hadn't lost his confidence. And I, I know people that have seen him and say that, you know, he's got a great mindset, like he's eager to get a difference. Like, there'll be a part of him that'll be like, thank God I'm out of Tampa. You know, there'll be a part of him that'll be I like. Think it'll be great for him. Yeah, but there also, there also will be this. He doesn't walk in with a clean slate. He doesn't walk in with the hopes of a franchise riding on Jameis Winston. So, Maybe that's good, or maybe that's not good. No, when you told maybe me, that Rick- Maybe it's you're the guy who flopped in Tampa as the number one overall pick. And look, that might be as unfair a statement as you could ever make, right? But at the end of the day, why are you in another city right now? Right. Why aren't you starting?
0: You know, you told me this several times when we were covering him together, and— we talked about what a great teammate he, he was, and his teammates loved him. But they I was do. watching, you know, I was watching some of the ESPN shows, and you mentioned this to me that there does come a point, however, that as much as Levante David may have loved him, there comes a point where you keep throwing the ball to the other team, and, and the rest of your teammates are like, "All right, this is you're costing us football games. You're costing me money. Absolutely, you know, you're costing us a chance to to do great things here. And and so his next team he goes to, he doesn't even have.
1: You yeah. don't have guys in your corner,
0: right? And and he probably lost guys in his corner here. You know, just yes, he kept throwing the ball to the other team. I just think Rick, somebody that talented, I think there's going to be one of these years. He's <laughs> eventually he's going to figure it, it out. Better,
1: better happen quick. That's listen, what you were saying. I, like, wow. I listen can't, to me. It's going to be shorter than you think. I really believe that. Like, I there was a there was part of me, and it, this could still happen. Like I told somebody that if he leaves here, he's going to play twelve or fifteen years. Like. He just is like he's a horse. He can come off the field, uh, off the bench. He can throw it through the moon. Like he, he, he's tough as hell. Like he's the even as a backup. He he would play, and he and he loves the game. And he would play for the next t- ten, twelve years. Now I'm not so sure. Now I think he might get one more bite of the apple. And I don't Which know is how
0: incredible. Okay, so like when Vinny Testaverdi, a lot of people who are listening to this probably don't remember played twenty face. years. When he left here, Rick, I thought, eh, he'll play two more years, and then he's done. Like Now, nah, he right. was surrounded by nothing. He had nothing here. Oh, he had gosh. bad coaching, bad players. It was, yeah. it was a bad situation. But when he left here, I thought, eh, he's got two, maybe two more years. Right. Even when Dilfer left, I'm like, he's done. He got beaten up too much here. He's not. Eh, it's never going to happen. But Jameis leaves here, and I'm thinking, this guy's too good. He's mm-hmm. too good not to play for a really long time in this league. There's but just I, too but- much there.
1: There's got to, but and there there may be people or more than one team that thinks that. Um again, I think the the situation, like, you know, you can't fly him in, you can't talk to him. But at the end of the day, I, I also believe that he has to really think, right, about why he's where he's at and not the guy holding a hundred million dollar contract. I mean, look, Ryan Tannehill was never I mean, he was a first round pick, he wasn't the first overall pick. He actually did some decent things in Miami, but no one was looking to get him last year until John Robinson did. And, you know, um, he won a competition for Mariota, and Mariota started two and four. They put this guy in. Now the dude has like a $100 million contract. It can happen. It from can here on our-
0: out, whose career – who are you bet? – I'm going to tell you, I'm going to name two guys, and you tell me from here on out. One of them's going to go on to play another 12 years, make right. the playoffs half of that time. Right. Get to a Super Bowl. The other one's going to be out of the league in three years. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. Oof, we had this argument. We used to have this argument so many years ago about who's going to be the better. Now I guess I'm asking who's the worst. Who's going to be the worst of the two?
1: <laughs> wow, that's really hard.
0: And maybe the answer, Rick, is that maybe Mariota's the guy that maybe, maybe, maybe the answer's neither. Neither guy plays 12 years. I think, and neither I guy's think. out of – but Mariota will stick around for another eight years. Kicking around as a backup just because he doesn't kill you. He's you know, a he good guy.
1: Work. I mean, look, Blaine Gabbard has a job last right. year. That's okay, what I'm like, like, I mean, he you could know, be he... another
0: Charlie Batch. You know, guy just
1: absolutely. He
0: could be another uh, Ryan like Hoyer. Who I know yeah. Hoyer's, Hoyer's, Hoyer's still on. playing. Yeah, yeah, like but just a guy. Or he could be you know a guy who who kicks around as a backup, gets a chance here and there. He could be another Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know, just because he doesn't kill you,
1: right. I, don't know I think that's cares. the thing. I mean, I, I think what coaches want when they at that position is, do I know when I wake up on Sunday morning or Monday night or whatever it is, that I know what I'm going to get from this guy, you know, and maybe I get an interception every game or so, but I get two or three touchdowns or you know he makes a bunch of plays, but if if I don't know, if I truly don't know what this quarterback is going to do. I don't know how I don't know how you last in this. Well, league. and here is the
0: other problem that I think Jamison's facing too is that he had a year with Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians, is really respected, I imagine, around the NFL. Big and time, and even other coaches. The quarterbacks? Shoot, BA's giving up on this guy. What is that? There you go. You know,
1: so I he'll so. get to me. He'll get one more bite of the apple, and and we'll see. I mean, we'll see what he does with it. But I I wouldn't if I were him, I wouldn't go into it thinking, oh yeah, finally now I can go somewhere and I'm going to play. Ten or twelve years and go to two I mean I know he thinks that way, but hes he needs to take a step back, and the people around him need to take a step back and realize at at that position at some point you have to win games, and if you 're the reason they 're losing it 's one thing if your right. team stinks and you lose, but if you 're the reason you 're losing and and that 's the perception rightly or wrongly, and like I get just a ton of of people that love j and love j- j- Jamis was beloved among his teammates and everything, but you 're right about what you said earlier that there comes a point, like, I don't know if you saw Mike Evans. He was on, uh, he was doing Fortnite, and there was a social media post of him playing Fortnite with this dude. Yeah. And and they're asking him, he's like, hey, man. He goes, we got Tom Brady, like, it just came across or whatever. And this guy he's playing doesn't know anything about football because he's playing Fortnite, right? So, and, and, and like, Evans is sitting there drinking a Hennessy. <laughs> and uh, he goes, ah, man, I'm drinking. But he goes, let me put it to you this way, man. I played six years. I ain't never been to the playoffs. Tom Brady's won six Super Bowls. You feel me? <laughs> like, yeah, right. he's won, hadn't just been there. He's won six Super Bowls, right? Right. Been in the playoffs way more than that. And he goes, And he goes, I'm drinking. Like, that's the thing. Like, these guys is much – and there's no one closer to, to Jameis than Mike Evans. who loves Jameis Winston. And so these guys still, they want to win. They want to experience the playoffs. They want – they would have loved to have done it with him and they probably maybe even preferred to have done it with him. But they also understand that there was a re, there was a pretty good inkling in that locker room that you know what 30 interceptions, 5 fumbles, all these turnovers. And that's the problem like cuz how do you get on a guy who fumbles the ball like you're Ronald Jones or you Cam Brady you drop one on fourth down? Right. Really? You're going to get on that guy when the quarterback's over here throwing 30 touch 30 intercepts and 30 interceptions and loses five fumbles. And all those pick sixes, and that, that's, it's his fault he dropped the ball? Or it's, his, it's the kicker's fault that he missed a kick? See, that's the thing. It's hard to hold everybody accountable if the guy that's making all the turnovers is still going out there. Right. And that's sort of the situation I think Bruce was in. And they make no mistake, they love Jameis Winston over there. I haven't found a player or a coach that doesn't hope that he has the best career in the world, that you know he did a lot of things right. And like I said, he's got nothing to hang his head about. I mean, he set every record, and and look, you could do a lot worse than joining the you know. Remember, how John Gruden used to have you know the fired Florida fired coaches association. Man, you know yeah. the FC FFA, whatever it was, the FCC, you F-F-C-A, know? FFCA, yeah, FFCA, man, yeah, I got fired Florida. Yeah. I have well, a
0: shirt. <laughs> well, you yeah,
1: I got the shirt. You want a shirt? He Used to hand them out. Um, if you want, if you want to be a member of this club, right? The, the fired number one overall or first-round quarterbacks club, go ahead, uh, step up to the mic, Steve Young. How about you, Doug Williams? Yep. What about you, Trent Dilfer? You guys want to hold those Super Bowl Vinny trophies Testaverde, up a little yeah. bit higher there? Hi, Venny, you played 20 seasons, right? After you left Tampa, you played 14 more, made it to a championship game against this one's for John, right? And so, you know, um, it's a pretty good club. Let's put it that way. I think it'll be one of the more club.
0: fascinating stories. I mean, besides Brady over the next two years in Tampa Bay, Jameis over the next – I'd be curious to know what he's doing in five years. <laughs> Six I think months. That's, yeah, <laughs> five years from now, I'd be curious to see where Jameis is at. Be still in the league, playing, tearing it up, or on uh, college game day, you know, talking That's talking true. on the set somewhere.
1: He could be with Reese and those guys. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend. Stay safe and stay quarantined, and uh, make sure you take care of each other. For Steve Bursnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great weekend.